Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. Hello, Dr. Smith. How are you? I'm doing well on this rainy afternoon we got Uh, in uh, Maryland. Yeah, you guys have rain. We have snow. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) You can take the snow. I'll keep that. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Anyway, it's January, though. And I, you know, every January in Chicago, I'm like, why do I live? You know, and and so but now I think my soul is getting used to it because honestly, I, I don't even really react anymore. It just it is what it is. It is, yep. it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So we have a we have a different kind of um, interview today, and I'm excited. Yeah. But before you know, we can never bypass your extremely profound <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> music tips. It just wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right. Yeah, so. I, guess, I guess so. I guess so. So yeah. Well, actually, this is sort of piggybacking on last week's um, uh, vibration. Talking about uh, de- dealing with <clears throat> uh, failure or um, what may seem as failure, you know, in certain your in your areas mm. of uh, your business or whatever you're doing, <clears throat> we said uh, failure is feedback, mm-hmm. and uh, and basically use your your past wins and losses as data, and look for patterns of success in your music business that you can build on and habits or actions that you need to let go. So that's our tip for the day. It's basically using the data to show us uh, what's happening in our business so we can make adjustments or changes. And uh, you know, so if your goal is to make money, then then cut out activities to have consistently drained your time, energy and resources without Mm -hmm. giving you any financial return. So um, you can resume these activities once you reach your goal, but the key is to focus on one or two things at a time. And mm. uh, so that that's the concept. But I also want to put in this other aspect. Um, the hardest thing for us to do is is that, well, the hardest thing that, that we do is that we personalize our losses. So we, <laughs> I was just about to say, the emotional we, tie to the data is the problem. Yeah, go ahead, and that's, go that's ahead. The, that is, and that's the key. That's the key to this whole thing. Um, and I, I wrote this out this morning, just thinking about it. So uh, we started signing all types of meaning to situations where we missed yes. an opportunity or botched a relationship or a performance. Yeah. Um, but the key is to not get into a feedback loop. Is to look at that as just an event that happened. Um, yes. and, and also look at it from the perspective of it happened to somebody else. And if you were, you, you were on the outside looking in, what would you tell that person as a coach for the next time? Yeah, no, you, and this, this applies, you know, obviously in the business and like you were just saying, you know, deciding, okay, what was making you money? What's not making you money? Um, but this really applies with everything and (laughs) and really being able to not keep our emotions tied into the data and let the data just be what the data is and you know and it's funny because I run into this a lot when I have done health coaching and people get really you know 
most people get caught up on what the scale says. It gives you a number Mm -hmm. and trying to, and we create this emotion that's tied to the number. And that's, what's making the number either making us all happy because you know, Oh, it's down, you know, five pounds or it's making us mad and frustrated. Our whole day is ruined because it went up two Mm -hmm. pounds. (laughs) And it's like, that's you. That's that. The data is just, the data is just the data. So, um, yeah, that key is in your business. And, you know, we were, Will and I were just talking about this before recording. You know, I am horrible with looking at data and <laughs> because <laughs> I, I just, I don't know, numbers and like, oh God, it's just too much, you know, but it's so important because it's like, listen, you're spending all this time over here and that made you nothing, you know, or you, but mm-hmm. you spent maybe, you know, not as much time over here. Um, but look what it, look at the impact. Or you spent a lot of time over here and you got a lot of outcome. You know, the, the, the revenue was, you know, strong there. So it is really important. And, you know, it might even be worthy of its own podcast episode because I do yeah, think that. Think, <laughs> yep. That's what I was thinking about when I was writing this out. I yeah. was like, yeah, we, we kind of actually need to drill down on this. Because this, this came about through, because I, I told you before that I'm, I do uh, day trading uh, on Forex. Right. And so, you know, a buddy, buddy of mine is sort of coaching me in that. And that that's sort of the uh, the thing is that, you know, when you had some losses, it's like, wait a minute, you know, I have so much, you know, finance, so much emotional thing tied up yeah. into the concept of money. So if I ever lose any money, then it's like this this emotional thing, you know, what I mean? it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm searching yeah. my own, you know, you know, thoughts and patterns about things. <clears throat> and so that that's pretty much where, where it came from. But also that that book I mentioned, The Inner Game of Tennis, where you just look at it at point by point mentality, you're looking at things that's just a, you know, one point. And so now, now we have to refocus for the next point. And okay, that's the next. So what's the data now? What should we work on, on the next, for the next match? You know, it's just, that's, you're just building your, your, your career and don't, don't look at one bad point or one bad thing is, is everything. So we will, we'll, 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 we, yeah, we, yes, we, we another episode. Lord, Lord. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ah, it's good stuff. Well, it's interesting that you talk about coaching because I'm excited because this is my first time being able to bring on one of my coaching clients. One of my clients that I actually coach for Creating Crimson is going to be, uh, we're getting ready to start our interview. But before I bring her on, I just kind of want to preface this Um you know, when you just talked about you're being coached <laughs> by your friend as you're kind of and you're like trying to tie this right, emotion right. and how that's, you know, you would say it's helping, right? For him to kind of give oh, you. <laughs> big time, big time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is. Yeah, it's it's an amazing relationship we've had over many years. And that, but that but that really helps to mm-hmm. have uh, somebody else's perspective who's been successful at what they're doing. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so today we're bringing on one of my clients and I'm going to let her talk more about herself and, you know, her background. And then I really want us to dig a little bit more into how coaching maybe has or has not benefited. You know, I'm not going to just say that, you know, everything is perfect, but, um, but yeah, so today we have a jazz and soul and, um, even touches of blues, uh, recording artist, vocalist. Her name is Tracy Eileen. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Kenya. Hi, Will. <laughs> hey, Tracy. <laughs> I am so excited that you are here and you're able to do this interview. There's so many um, qualities about you that I could kind of go on and on for our audience and, you know, make you just 
be all blushed and happy Aww. and everything. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But I'm gonna first let you just let the audience, let the listeners know, you know, who you are, um, and what has brought you to music, a little bit of your background. Oh, sure. Yep. Um, I am a um, jazz and soulful R&B artist and with a touch of blues. Um, <laughs> I started actually singing. My first performance was at eight and I was in the high school jazz band, my university jazz band. And my plan was to go and be a professional uh, recording artist when I finished getting my degree. And somehow it just fell by the wayside. I was going to go work for CBS Records and kind of make my way over to the studio and get discovered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to say many years later, many, many, (laughs) (laughs) I continued to sing. And then after I actually had a, I got divorced and I decided I was going to you know, just do what I wanted to always do, which was to um, become a professional um, recording artist and singer. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. And mm-hmm. so I've been on this journey now, I guess I made the decision about eight years ago mm-hmm. wow. yeah. and uh, went and studied jazz um, and it took a year long course and go off from a professional from an amateur to a professional artist, and that kind of started me. And I've mm-hmm. used my business background to manage myself. I have a five-piece band. Um, I play um, monthly at Buddy Guys Legends and at other venues as well. And then I got to the point, each step of the way, I've looked uh, for to learn, whether it was through a class, a course, through people in the industry, and, and eventually how I got to you, Kenya, is mm-hmm. uh, you were referred uh, to me uh, by someone because I had, again, reached a place where I'm like, hey, now what do I do? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, and that's how we connected and it's been perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. You did that so <laughs> nice and succinctly. Now, I'm not going to take over. Um, we try to go back and forth. You know I could take over Will because she's my client. So go ask her a question because I got a right, lot. Right. Well, well, uh, you know, I guess guess for me it's just a matter of uh, um, get. I think your your story is is unique um, from from a lot of the other guests that we've had on because you you got started after a career mm-hmm. um, and what what would you say I guess would be the the uh what was the most helpful thing for for you or what 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 things helped you the most um when you got get, getting started after another career and i guess the uh, the flip side of that what were the most challenging things for you uh getting started so i guess look, looking at it from both angles um uh you know i guess being being in business so you have a business background and you understand the business mm-hmm. that, that was probably helpful but then uh getting started, you know, after something and ha- having to play catch up, mm-hmm. um, would you say how, how difficult would that, would that have been? It's hard. It's a blessing. It's, it's a blessing and it's, but it's very challenging at the same time. It's a blessing because this business takes money mm-hmm. and, you know, if you ever wonder what a label does, I, my God, I know it's a lot. <laughs> they do a lot. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. and it all takes money. So I actually still, um, I have my my day job, and I'm kind of it's, that's. So the I think the biggest challenge in the beginning is just making a decision, 
And it took me so many years to just really make the decision and then commit to it. And then in making the decision, committing to learning what you need to learn, I also went to a ASCAP conference early on and, you know, and, and was getting information and understanding, not just from an artist's perspective, unless you have a, a business person or a coach to work with, you, you know, there's the artist part of it and the business part of it. How do you make, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make a living doing this? You know, and so um, I thought actually, you know, my career has gotten to a point where the music is, is requiring a lot, but I just can't quit my job just yet. So mm-hmm. Kenya was like, I oh, know you may not want to quit just let Let's take a step down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, so I'm looking at maybe trying, I'm looking for a less stressful job. So as, as I continue to transition more into the music, but I think the biggest challenge is when I made the first commitment to do it and I went and signed up for that year long course to go from amateur to professional, it was like, it was, it was, it was a lot of money. And I was like, okay, I could buy a car or I could (laughs) take this class. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, you know, so when I committed to do that, I said, oh, I'm going to keep, I said, okay, God, if I do this, I'm going to keep going until you say no. And Mm -hmm. I've been going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I, I think those I would say the both those things. Yeah. Okay. I I love that, you know, Tracy is definitely a student. Um, she's an artist, but she's a, she's a learner. And, uh, and I know that in our experience, you're like the, you know, textbook, have a great coaching client client. Like, you know, you go check <laughs> what does a great client look like? Well, then there's a picture of Tracy. And, and the main thing, the main reason is because Tracy is, she's, very from what I in working with you you're very hungry and you're very receptive you know Mm -hmm. so it's one thing to be hungry but then you don't want to listen to anything um but it's another thing to be hungry and then also be willing to receive the information and Mm -hmm. the um recommendations and advice and so um I think that's that's been what's been so wonderful working with you is because you've been able to kind of hear it and then, so have you all, I mean, because I think this is a place where, where a lot of artists may struggle when it comes to whether mm-hmm. or not, if they need help. <laughs> oh, please. You know what? The, 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 the beautiful thing about working with you, Kenya, is that I don't have to trust that you have ulterior motives or wonder when mm. she has some ulterior motives happening because, <laughs> you know, as in the beginning, cause you don't know anything, you know, yeah. you may know how to sing. Okay. You know how to sing. Maybe you could probably work on that too, mm-hmm. you know, because there are coaches for that too. So right. we right. can all get better at our craft, but you know, there's so many aspects to it. And when I, from the very beginning, you know, if there was, if I ever met, I would tell people what I was doing. Hey, if you know somebody, oh, you know that, oh, would you introduce me? You know, mm-hmm. and I would, and I would meet them. And the, the only trick was sometimes, you know, they would have ulterior motives, whether it was mm-hmm. a guy or I kind of really want to date her. So I'm going <laughs> to, you know, right. you know and, then yeah. the, and then it only goes so far and then you have to move on. And it's kind of like, at one point, my, my father is a jazz musician. And so mm-hmm. he was very, very helpful in giving me advice and things like that. 
And um, one of the things he told me was to make my one of my uh, band members a uh, my music director, so that right. I would have a better communication, you know, with the with the musicians in the band. And that mm. was one of the best bits of advice, you know, that I that I've gotten. And mm. we would actually chuckle because he's been with me from the beginning, and we would actually chuckle about you know these different people that would flow in and out with the ulterior motives. And he was like, oh, well, nope, not working with that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I think those are, I think having a coach, I mean, that's in addition to, um, you mentioned, you know, seeking out people that have achieved what you brought, what you want to do, or, you know, they already, they, they know the pathway to get there. So mm-hmm. I, I've never understood why people would invest in a coach and then not follow the advice. I just don't get that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I just yeah. really don't get that. But, yeah. but yeah, so I, I find it extremely valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is, would you say would be, uh, one, one of the, um, the, well, well y- your father gave you advice about the, uh, about getting a music director, mm-hmm. but, um, what, what are some tidbits, uh, from your, your coaching sessions with Kenya? Do you think, have really um, helped shape some of the things you're doing or some, something that really, I guess, stands out to you? Wow. Um, it, probably at the point that we met, I was releasing my second, about to release my second album. And, and I have been working on this album for like four and a half years because, you know, the cost and all the different things involved in, in producing an album. And so I was just about to have my release and she, in our first session, she was like, okay, don't think, but you know, I really don't think you should release this <laughs> album that you're planning to release into, I think it was like a couple of months or something. It wasn't even that. I think it was like in a month. Like it oh, was, it was, it was, it was already, the crazy. invitations were out. It was yeah, already advertised. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I was like, okay. And I mean, I, I probably could have, it's like the person that's, that is about to get married and then you realize you probably shouldn't be marrying this person. And then do I marry him anyway? I mean, the invitations are out. We are right. about to dress. <laughs> and so my resounding answer to that would be no in that analogy. And also that I found it to be true in this one as well. So we just made an adjustment and I did a single release. So we still had, cause yeah, cause the event was already out there. So I did a single release. I had all my CDs, hard copies, and I just made um, the streaming copies available and the downloadable copy available. Gotcha. And I went, yeah. and so we went with that. And then I had produced a music video. There was one original and the rest were covers. So I just really focused on the original tune, which was also the title of the album. So that was so we we you know we worked through together the best ways to kind of transition it so that I could um, you know mitigate manage where I was exactly in that process which was awesome because um, uh, later and I found out the other thing was I didn't know how to get on the radio we were talking about that at the time. Kenya helped tremendously with that and letting industry people kind of hear my work and then kind of referring me to a producer I'm working with now out of Nashville who's awesome for a radio project. And what we did with the album was release the single in May and then later in the year in October, I had another event to release the whole album. Um, And then the next one will be this radio project I'm working on. But um, interestingly enough, 
well, one of the things uh, Kenya mentioned is when you're producing the product, an album, it does. It takes so much to get it done. You don't want to put it all out there at once. You just like put a little mm-hmm. bit out there and, you know, mm-hmm. let the buzz go. And then you then you come with maybe another single. But because I was, I knew also through our working together what I needed to do to take my career to the next level. And my goal was is to be an internationally uh, recognized jazz and soul far and b artist. So how do I do that? And so we mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I had a clear objective in terms of what I wanted to do. And so all of these paths in the middle or these steps and these adjustments, um, because I had no idea how to actually do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right, right. so, you know, and that kind of, you know, put me on the right path and saved me a lot of money and a lot mm-hmm. of time. And who knows, you know, I might still be running around in a circle. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I'm so glad you told that story. I'm glad that was because <laughs> Will knows, and I say this all the time, you know, properly releasing music and timing at which you do it is is key. Mm-hmm. And when and when we're talking about money in terms of, you know, spending money, saving money, making money, um, you know, so technically Tracy was able to do like two big release events. So she was Good. able to have two sold out crowds, mm-hmm. which meant two. Awesome. You see what I mean? Whereas if we would have yeah. just done the CD release, you know, it probably would have sold out, too, because she's got a really strong following. But that would have just been that would have been it. And OK, Bye. Yeah, actually, you the, know. <laughs> the second event was was more. It was like standing room only, packed, ridiculous. Yeah, and then yeah. so there was a really good buzz generated from the first one, right. and um, and, and it still kind of has legs, and it's you know, so yeah, that was that was an amazing thing to do. Right. This, t- this ties into worked, some of the uh, some of the uh, thing that I was actually getting to when I when I talked about the uh, the music tip, um, uh-huh. and uh, one of the things that I had written down from my from my experiences especially when i was was uh day trading was that uh the key the key to um to success really is to uh capitalize on your wins mm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when whenever you have a win uh you know basically which in your situation your project you need to capitalize on it and if you if you really build your wins then your losses just look like child's play so yeah, right. it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. It's it's important to 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 get the most out of you know the the big things, and that's that's exactly what you're doing. That Kenya was guiding you to. It's just like you know eat eat off of that album. Like you know right. you gotta <laughs> yeah. this, this is a feast. Yeah. You need to yeah. prepare it as such. Don't just throw the food out on the table and Don't let it just all spoil. Throw the food out. Oh right. my god. I, yes. Yeah. It's it is to me the biggest mistake independent artists make. It is the for me when I watch fellow independent artists who are trying to um, really get their music out there. Premature releasing of music is by far to me the biggest mistake because you can have, you have spent all of this money and energy on making probably a really dope song. But if you don't release that right, nobody is going to hear it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to feel as though your dope song was weak. And that has nothing to do with your song. It has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with your song. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be some really weak songs, 
But if they're properly released and properly marketed, <laughs> i.e. the mainstream labels right now, mm-hmm. they know how to market it. And so mm-hmm. even though the, the quality of the music is like so crappy many of the times, it's the quality of the marketing. It's the quality of the timing. It's the quality of the synchronization that's allowing them to have these windfalls. And so, you know, that's that's where we're at now, you know, period. And you can't you can no longer just have a song that's great and then Mm -hmm. the world wants to hear it. It has to Mm -hmm. be done properly. And so Tracy, I really, you know, I knew you were going to be like this really great client because when (laughs) I did say the craziness in our first session, like, no, you can't do that. Really, She was like, okay. You know, and she like figured it out. I was like, okay. Cause I just knew she was going to be like, Oh, I can't, I, cause you know, that's typically the response I get when I'm, you know, coaching clients and telling them, please wait. I know you don't want to wait, but please wait. And so, you know, I knew then, oh, we're going to have some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was perfectly rational. You told me why. I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? So, <laughs> so there was a way There was a way out. I think um, two of the other really important things, and this is what we were working on the past year, and I have a tremendous sense of accomplishment about, is, you know, really understanding the kind of marketing, just kind of, as a the other thing I'm trying to do, as you know, is book more festivals outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so to have the right marketing materials that my, I had an EPK and I had my website on Reverb Nation, which is nice and all that. But next level in terms of presenting myself as an artist um, that, um, you know, that uh, festival booker um, mm-hmm. and, and other venues outside of Chicago, where I don't I'm not as known or known at all um Mm -hmm. would really make a big difference and so so you know learning to the next level type of materials regarding my epk and i launched a new website which i'm both of them are really excited about so i feel really confident you know as is with on the next part of this journey as far as um pursuing those types of um, uh, festivals and other opportunities. And then the other one, um, understanding uh, in the industry, you know, again, how to make money, how it's changing (laughs) and how to get on the radio and how to use the radio to get the gigs that I'm trying to get, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole issue around charting on billboard. And I had no idea about any of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know you're like oh okay so I I can't imagine how anyone unless I don't know you don't get the information by osmosis so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it somewhere you know what I mean right and there you know there's so many things that you know I've learned and so forth so yeah so keep moving along and so I, I feel that you know again the best part of the the coaching process for me is I don't have to. You know, I'm not saying that I, I don't, wherever I can get information, of course I'll get it, but it's not like, I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I got to find some like, you know, I have a mm-hmm. coach that I'm working with that can help me each step along the way. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that's actually, you know, the historical relationship people just uh, have sort of moved away from it and don't, don't really uh, give it as the credence that it needs. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the whole uh, guru relationship um, we, we have it now in, in our culture, you know, we have gurus that, that help guide folks, you know, the Tony Robbins and all these other mm-hmm. folks, mm-hmm. but, um, have, having a personal mentor coach, uh, in your corner, it's, it's really important to your success because that's, uh, if, if you look at a lot of the people that have been successful, 
you know, a lot of them point to that mentor, that, that mm-hmm. person that, that guided them, you know, on, on their path. And, um, I've been fortunate just to have, uh, you know, people around me, um, th- thankfully a lot of the times it's been family, uh, that, that mm-hmm. were in the industry, you know, my, mm-hmm. my cousin, you know, he sort of guided me in, in the jazz world. And I would say, you know, let anybody know, you know, you know, so-and-so, yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> and that's, that's how I got hooked into some things, you know, but, uh, you know, and then, you know, my, my brother in law now brother-in-law, but he, he's, he's how I knew about a lot of the things on the inside of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, he worked at a, his brother's own, the record label, major label. And they, you know, so I had a lot of insight mm-hmm. on some of the, the key, the key things that go on, you know, sort of the detail that you're talking about. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you you got that relationship with Kenya. That that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's. I mean, I I I'm kind of like you. I've I've been blessed in having like these amazing mentors, um, who kind of I feel like Forrest Gump because they kind of like just landed. You know how Forrest Gump just landed in places <laughs> that were in like <laughs> like I'm on TV. How right. do I get on TV? <laughs> right, right. You know, and so. I've had these mentors who I didn't necessarily seek out, but through the relationship. And I'm kind of like Tracy, I'm a hungry person too. And I like to get information and I want to better understand things so that I can do things, you know, differently and more productive and be more productive. And so, you know, that's why I even started the coaching because I felt like, you know, I'm like, well, I've got these great mentors, you know, it doesn't make any sense for me to hoard all this information. Like I I like Mm -hmm. to share information and you know that's the educator in me and the the counselor in me that just like no I'm not you know if if there's a way that I can help um and so I appreciate you sharing this because I want our listeners you know I get so many artists who I I think you know people I don't think it's like oh I don't think I need help I think people understand you know why help should exist in your life or why you should Mm -hmm. have mentoring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason and I think this goes back yes will to the data you know, and then tying the emotion. I think people, particularly artists, feel like if I need help, that means maybe I'm not as good as I thought or I'm not as mm-hmm. like some kind of way they cross it over to their talent. Hmm. You know, right, like right. is my, t- you know, like, well, no, I'm my talent's going to carry me. I'll figure this out. <laughs> and it's like, uh, uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> but you know what was so funny, even from the talent perspective, when I first started on the journey, I was like, you know, I can sing. I know I can sing. And so in the class that I took was the Bloom School of Jazz. And I, first I took a a class and it was working on vocals and singing, whatever. And at the end of the, the class, you get the feedback from the instructor and another woman, she was an instructor too, as a professional singer. And they told me, Oh, you need to, um, you know, you need to take a walk down a dark alley and find yourself because you wow. basically you sound kind of like a lounge singer. Okay. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and I, was, I mean, they didn't say it quite like that, yeah, but pretty yeah. much, pretty much. And I was like, what? Yeah. And, and it was true, you know, mm. and I think a lot of times even, you know, I'm, I mean, that part was kind of harder to hear, but, um, mm-hmm. but I'm so much better for it, the, you know, the work that I've, uh, you know, been able to, to do with my vocals. And over the years, you know, I continue, I know I'm better than I used to be. So right. I think, um, I think that, uh, yeah, both for the business part of it and the talent part of it. I mean, it's a craft. I mean, it's just yeah. like a football player or a basketball player. They still have to train. They have to work on their 
drills and you know to perfect their craft the talent doesn't and i you know thank you for telling that story because Mm -hmm. you know i'm trying i'm constantly trying to you know if you're listening to this you know artists look back five years look back 10 years even look back some years and if you don't see growth like can you can you go back and see and be able to hear the growth so the you know the actual craft and then also the growth in where you are in terms of you know your your goals or your career or whatever and if you're at that same place if you can look back 10 years or look back 5 years and it really don't look much different than right now <laughs> <laughs> and that means on all levels then you know you have to be that's not don't that's just data don't place the emotion well you know the data is i need to do something different then Mm -hmm. okay it's suggesting i've got to do something different and you know the thing that i love about being able to when i have an artist who's really grown and you go back to their first song or even in myself if i go back to my first project it's like wow there's so much growth (laughs) yeah there's a little Mm -hmm. bit i've learned i'm I'm getting better with not tying the emotion because it's like why did i record that song but what's cool about it is like now like i can listen to when i first released music i mean i i would listen kind of you know but then just kind of (laughs) not but Mm -hmm. now like i put my own music on my playlist like i'm like grooving to my song i'm like i'm excited (laughs) you know you know and so Mm -hmm. you want to get to that you know to where's the growth and if you're not seeing the growth don't be too down but consider a mentor, consider, you know, um, some accountability, consider, even if it's not that you have this whole long relationship, you can always just do a consultation just to get some, some type of feedback, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and, and, and go from that. And so, you know, that has always been my goal is just to, you know, provide some honest feedback and to be able to also hopefully, you know, motivate you, educate you. And do so. I, you know, Tracy has really. She's done a, a beautiful job. Her, her EPK looks amazing. Her website. She's, you know, I will give her, you know, suggestions and kind of, you know, some direction or whatever. But it's her. Like I don't go in there on her website and type up stuff. I'm not doing that. That I'm a coach. <laughs> so I'm giving you some insight and some suggestions, and I'll coach you along. But the actual work is really up to the artist. And so, you yeah. know, she has really, you know, dug in, taken the feedback and done the work. And, you know, that's, like I said, that's the ideal situation that you want. So I know we're getting kind of down on our time and I want to make sure that, um, cause now Tracy, we need everybody to follow you and, you know, be all ready for the new music coming <laughs> <Yes>. out. <laughs> and and i love it it's oh my god i'm so excited about this new project it sounds so good oh yes (laughs) that's good that's good yay that's how you should feel it it bothers me when i hear artists like well yeah i got this song and I guess it's like, no, you you should be excited. And, you know, it maybe it's not going to hit other people the way it hits you, but you need to be excited about your own stuff. And if you're not excited about your stuff, then how are you going to go out and start promoting and getting people? You know, you can't get other people pumped about something that you're not pumped about. So, yeah, you've got to take the time. So anyway, share. Yeah. Let the audience know how they can follow you and what's what are you working on and what's to come? Yay. Okay. So you can totally follow me on Twitter, Tracy Eileen, and Tracy is T-R-A-C-Y-E, Eileen, E-I-L-E-E-N. And um, my website is TracyEileen.net. 
uh, Twitter, Tracy Eileen, Instagram, Tracy Eileen, um, and YouTube, Tracy Eileen. Um, and the and I'm also I sing every second Sunday uh, at a Buddy Guys Legends in Chicago um, with my band, and they're they're amazing. And, uh, they're very and amazing. Then, very amazing. <laughs> so good. And in the new project <clears throat> I'm working on with Kendall Duffy um, out of Nashville uh, is a project for sort of has some it's smooth jazz and a, with a little bit of uh, neo soul. Um, one of the tunes, I guess it's a crossover for both. Mm-hmm. That is my total favorite. I love it. <laughs> I love both of it. I love the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what's coming out um, probably later in um, 2019. And mm-hmm. that'll be, um, we work specifically on that project for radio. Mm-hmm. And um, so the next steps, um, that'll be the next steps in the journey, um, getting the project on radio, Um also um uh booking more of the festivals i think i may have gotten i don't have it confirmed yet my mm-hmm. first uh large out of town festival which i'm really excited about mm-hmm. and um and and yeah so um yeah. continuing on that vein on a good path excellent oh one other thing i wanted to <laughs> say right quick about working with kenya is that um you know doing this this thing by yourself is so hard you know, and, you know, with the information that Kenya provides, that's awesome as well. But just to have somebody to talk to and knows what the heck you're talking about and <laughs> bouncing your ideas, you know what I mean? And right, right. keep you motivated and accountable, I think is amazing. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Well, it is, it's, yeah. it's a pleasure coaching you. Like I said, your textbook, like, you know, I always tease people when I think that they do really great jobs. I call them textbook. <laughs> I mean, you go, you look them up and there's a picture of that person. So it's, it's a pleasure. And, um, you know, definitely you guys check out Tracy. I've had the honor of attending her shows in addition to um, coaching. And she, she, if you're in Chicago, like she says, she's a buddy guy. So check her out. Um, and she's beautiful too. So, you know, it's, Aww, it's always just, yeah, inside and out really, really, you know, cool personality, um, you know, and really doing a great job. So it's an honor. And, uh, I hope, you know, if any of you out there are interested after hearing Tracy's story and you're motivated and you're feeling like you need some accountability, you know, definitely we, you know, you can always email. I think we leave all our information at the end of the show. But again, info right, at creatingcrimson.com. I am, you know, t- I'm, I'm limiting the clients I take in right now because I'm really trying to look at my data. <laughs> <laughs> Got to look at it. Got to look at my data. And that be... awesome song that came out for Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes. No, and I'm building, I'm capitalizing on the, on the awesome song. Yes, no, I'm That's trying right. to, you know, build on that. So I, I'm not taking a whole bunch of clients right now, but I am doing some group coaching so that I can still, um, you know, be able to help out um, because, my time is a little bit more limited now, but email info at creatingcrimson.com. And, you know, I can always, we can always do a free consultation just to figure out what's best for you next. So. Yep. Well, great. This is another great podcast episode. Yeah. Yep. 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 And we got more, more to come. Yes. Thank you, Tracy, again, for coming on and, um, you know, this is always just so fun. I just love interviewing people. Yeah, I, I enjoy listening to your podcast, Kenya and Will, and oh, so it's you. a pleasure being a part of it. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All, All right, right Will. Let's...
Great. Well, we'll see y'all next week. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creating crimson.com or drwsmith at making money in the music biz, biz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.